0: Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's Dapper Dividends number 61, 61, Ayorra, right now. Let's get it on. Get it on. MXC, most extreme challenge, was a fun show I used to watch back in the day with my wife. And it is election time still here in the United States of America, somewhat embarrassingly so. We are still without a president elect. Fantastic. It is now Friday night. The election was on Tuesday night and we just do not know. We have a good idea. Looks like it's going to be Joe Biden. I voted for neither. Doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to get the person that I wanted to be president. There really wasn't any choices that I could see to fit my criteria for president for scaling back the federal government, making the federal government less powerful, returning much of the usurped power of the states and the localities back to those states and the localities. I'm not going to get that. I'm probably never going to get that. It's like pro wrestling is what I feel I'm watching back when Hulk Hogan Used to wrestle Andre the Giant, and I was a little kid. I was a little tiny, itty bitty Wee Chirons, and I used to love it. I was so nervous that Andre the Giant was going to hurt Hulk. They were mortal enemies, they hated each other. It was more than my little brain could handle. What I didn't see was behind the scenes, they were friends, they were sharing how they were going to maneuver. They knew the outcome. So this is the only difference is we don't know the outcome. They don't know the outcome. I do know that I will not get anybody running the government that the way I want them to run the government. That's just me. I'm more of a, I guess, constitutionalist, a United States (laughs) (laughs) constitutionalist. I got the old mush mouth because I've worked late tonight. We have moved into the busy, busy, busy season. Winter, I didn't get home till 7.30 tonight, and it is 9.40 Central Standard Time. My time, not going to be your time because you're listening to me from the past. So hello, future people. How y'all doing up there in the future? Which is your present, but your present is my future and my present is your past, but neither of us will be able to live in the future from when you're listening to this, because that future will then be the present, and we can never be in the future. Much as the bars do say, free beer tomorrow, the future will always be just out of reach. We can never reach the future, because once we reach that future, we are in the present. How much of a mind twist is that, baby? Love it. That just is something I wanted to iterate to you, reiterate and iterate both of those. You can never live in the past. You can never live in the future. You can only live in the present. You can learn from the past and you can use that to influence what your future presence will look like, but you can only live right here, right now when you're hearing this in the future. So whatever you need to do, whatever you're delaying doing, putting off for tomorrow, do it now, get moving. That's one of the keys to success that I have learned from everything that I've read is to get moving, just get going. That is the hardest part is taking that first step. I love that saying that the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. How true that is. If you don't take that first step, you will never get to your destination. And I think it was the Will Rogers quote also that said, if you are on the right direction, if you are on the right track and you stop moving, you'll get run over. Get started, don't stop moving, take what you learned and are learning, even if you failed and are failing and flailing, and put that toward the future, and fail forward as we like to say around here, round these parts, round here, the counting crows, round here. As I was saying before I so rudely interrupted myself, the Constitution is what I enjoy. I think it's a good document. They tried to limit the federal government. They tried to keep a lot of the states maintaining their their sovereignty, their individuality. And just that's been eroded throughout the years. And the constitution really is just a piece of paper. It has no teeth. If somebody violates it, it doesn't get it doesn't grow fangs and attack the perpetrator or the usurper. The people are what make it, and if the people turn a blind eye more and more, then the government will get away with more and more. Just as simple as that. I'd love to go back to, back to how it was, but almost as early as things started getting going, you can just Google the Alien and and Sedition Act. Boy, that was right off the bat. They're pushing those boundaries, so I I just think it's the way it's going to go, and I don't know how much longer it has, but every country has its beginning its middle and its end and i feel we are somewhere in the end of the middle if uh, if that that's my opinion on it that's my take much like a plane that has lost both engines but is gently gliding toward the ground we keep changing people who are taking over the controls but really it's still just going in the same direction and they're not really doing much but that's okay I tweeted out that if you lost sleep over the election, you need to shift your mindset, shift your focus to control on what you can control. I know I can't control the election, how people vote. All I can do is control where I live. I control how I think. I can control my actions and what I teach my children. And that's really it. And it's not easy. So if it, it is easier said than done. And in all seriousness, it is not that easy to not let things you can't control bother you because people do create a lot of boogeymen. They create a lot of animosity out there somewhere. There's monsters out there and you got to worry about them. It's going to be fine. I know it's going to be fine. You're going to be fine. And again, something else I tweeted out. I tweeted out and said, U.S. presidents do not make you better. You make you better. And you know what makes me better? Working out, exercising. I guess it's not really working out. Three times a week, I did that when I got home. Got home, did my exercises, ate, showered, came down, doing the show for you guys. For all y'all, as I'm fond of saying, my exercises are really quick, so I have a I am a tall and slender individual. I have a slender frame, as I like to say. I am six foot four, one hundred and seventy-five to one hundred and eighty pounds. I'm just naturally tall and thin. I've made my peace with it. It is what it is. I do three times a week. I do a hundred push-ups, a hundred pull-ups, and I have a eleven minute I guess, abs slash sit-up routine that I do. And that's it. I just do those three things three nights a week, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And it keeps me in good shape. It keeps me feeling good. I don't eat out a lot. That's one thing I don't do. not do. Very rarely do I eat out. I, I'm religious. Like the Mandalorians say, this is the way. I don't eat out. I like to save my money. I always pack a lunch, almost to a a religious fervor that I don't eat out. People that I work with, they just know. A lot of people I see, they sometimes they eat out breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Gay loco. That's too crazy. Not for me. I'd rather use that money to invest, but I do invest in companies that people do eat out at. So I invest in McDonald's, don't eat at McDonald's. I invest in McDonald's and I collect dividends from the people that do. Same goes for Starbucks. And in along those lines, Altria, ticker symbol M-O. Altria, I don't smoke, I don't use tobacco, but I know a heck of a lot of people that still do in 2020 use tobacco products. And I thank them. When I see people with McDonald's, I thank them. Starbucks, I thank them. And the same thing with, well, I do... I do invest in things I use. One of those is Pepsi, ticker symbol PEP, which I'll get to. I did buy more of today. I eat their oatmeal almost every morning. That might be the only Pepsi product I use. We don't really buy soda, but you know, I joke around. It's getting high on your own supply, which is fine. I'm paying myself. I'm getting some of that money back. Yeah. <laughs> That's almost Valley girl talking like that. And <clears throat> wow, we got a little bit of a bug in the throat there. So it one thing I want to talk about, speaking of things I don't eat is candy. We just had a crap load of candy come in the house. The kids were trick-or-treating. I was talking to my wife today on my way to my overtime job. She asked me, do we invest in Hershey's? come on. I said, no, we don't invest in Hershey's. I had looked at it a a few, maybe a year, year and a half. I really, it's not even on my radar, but my wife just brought it up and said, do we invest in Hershey's? No, we don't invest in Hershey's. So she happened to be on the computer and she pulled it up and she was starting to read off some of the stats. I guess she found market beat. I got to say, I was, I was kind of intrigued by it. She, well, first of all, I told her, I was like, you know what? <clears throat> you should come down and just read stat numbers. Even though she said she doesn't know what she's reading. I told her, people will like it. There's a lot of men that listen to this show. You should just read the dividend yield, the PE ratio. I might do that. I might get her to come down on uh, do it on Tuesday. I'll do a little segment where, uh, where she can introduce. She can read. Let me know on Twitter if that's something you'd like to hear. She really won't know what she's talking about with it, but obviously she can read she can read numbers off a screen, so maybe we'll have a little fun with that i can uh <clears throat> I'll put that out on Twitter. I'll ask for a couple of stocks where she can read the the stats the quick the quick hit ratios and uh stats for that stock. but I'll handle Hershey right now. all apologies in the in the fall. Sometimes I think I'm getting, I get allergies. My my nose gets stuffed up. Something that's been going on for a few years. So um, deal with it. You don't like it, turn it off. Shut it off. Get out of here. Get out of here. Go on, scram, scat, get out of here. So Hershey's was, man, do you hear that? So it is such a battle and a struggle. I tell myself, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take a nice healthy pause. But when I start talking, it just it just flows. I don't even think about it. Hershey's was created. It was established in 1894. They just had their earnings which was funny. It was actually today this morning <clears throat> their stock jumped up a little over $4. On earnings per share, they beat that by 8.23%, and they beat revenue by 2.80%. Halloween is alive and kicking. They got a lot of sales from, from the Halloween candy sales. They are oh, a little bug on my arm. That was weird. It's like Lord of the Flies around here. It's like the Amityville Horror with all the flies on the window. Cray, yay, yay. 13.50% net margin. I do like net margins <clears throat> over 10%. The market cap, 31 billion. Decent size market cap, healthy. The current PE is 29.28 and the five years is 28.63. So by that one metric alone, it is just a little bit overvalued with the pop-up, the rise in the stock price today. Uh, they have had eight years of dividend growth. The interest coverage ratio is 9.87. That means for every dollar of interest that they owe, they have $9.87 to cover that. that of operating income. That's just a cool little thing that I like to do. You can go to Guru Focus and find that. That's a good number. Benjamin Graham's number is five. And anything less than that, he wanted to stay away from. It doesn't give you much wiggle room in case you run into some head, headwinds or some turbulence. And you want to make sure that they can pay their the interest on the debt. Because if they can't pay the interest on the debt, well, that's got to come from somewhere. And good chances, if you're a dividend-paying company, it's one of the first places that's going to come from. Defaulting on debt, no bueno, not a good thing. And my cat's making noise. I love it. It's like a loony bin here. Uh, Morningstar gives Hershey's a fair value of $131. Check out the return on equity, 70.65%. I like to see a ROE in the teens. So that just blows that away. Honestly, if Hershey's comes down, I think I might be getting into them. I think I may very well, be establishing a position in Hershey's. I, I I was surprised at this, and it's funny, just out of the blue, my wife brought it up. Here, let me read you this real quick. <clears throat> uh, so the Hershey Company operates through two segments in North America and international, offers chocolate and non-chocolate confectionery products, gum and mint refreshment products, Chewing gums, bubble gums, pantry items, baking ingredients, toppings, beverages, Sunday syrups, snack items, spreads, meat snacks, bars and snack bites, mixes, popcorns, protein bars, cookies. I did not realize all this about Hershey's. The company provides its products primarily under the Hershey's, Reese's, Kisses, Jolly Rancher, Almond Joy, Brookside, Barkthins, Cadbury, Good and Plenty, Heath, Kit Kat, Lancaster, Payday, Rollo, Twistlers, Whoppers, York, Scharfenberger, Dagobah, Icebreakers, Breathsavers, Bubble Yum, Skinny Pop, Pirates, Booty, Oatmega, Packy, One, and Crave Brands, as well as under the Pellon... What is this? I didn't read this far, but this confuses me. If you know, as well as under the Pellon, Rico. I O I O Nutrine Matcha Lacto Jumpin and Soffit brands. Those are obviously nothing that's here in the United States. I'm telling you that is that's an impressive lineup, and people are buying people are buying candy, people are buying the chocolates. I thought that was really interesting. Put it on your radar when uh, when they get the inevitable dip, dip, drip, drop. When they drop, I might pop in, stop, shop, drop, and buy some Hershey. Can't think of an op to add to that. So we will end it there and move on to what's been going on in my two portfolios. So in my taxable, I had dividends. That was it, just Monday, last Monday, the 2nd of November. I got $54.60 from AT&T, ticker symbol T, $6.28 Six dollars and28 cents from Verizon and one dollar. one big one dollar dollar. One dollar winner. Did you guys like that? Did you like my uh, 1920s newsreel? One dollar from CBS. I could just read it all like this. Like I'm from the 1920s Chicago. <laughs> In the taxable dividends. I got tickens. I'm going too fast for my brain. When you're tired and you've been working a long day, you can't you can't keep up. Your brain's moving too fast for your tongue, kid. You're going to get tongue-tied. And you're going to have to go to the doctor. You're going to get a shot. <laughs> so that's what I did. Good thing I make myself laugh, hopefully I'm making you laugh, because I love you. So I did get those dividends, and I bought two shares of ExxonMobil at $33.88. Look at this. I'm making myself go worse. <laughs> not cutting that out. Heck no. I bought one share of Pepsi at $137.42. That's my 21st share. And I am buying that. No joke, guys. I'm about to, my throat's shot. Buying one share every single week. And then I initiated a new brand spanking new position because I want to diversify more into international markets, so I was two that I've been looking at are Danone, ticker symbol D A N O Y. Damn, I did it wrong. I should have wrote it down. And British Petroleum, ticker symbol BP. I ended up going with BP. Decent yield. I bought five shares at fifteen dollars and eighty-seven cents, which is really low considering before the crash it was pushing forty dollars a share in the upper thirties. They do pay $1.26 annually on each of those shares. And that's that's something I, It's I'm not that worried. They're not as integrated as my Exxon or Chevron, which is why they've fallen so hard and had to cut their dividend because that vertical integration that Chevron and Exxon have between the upstream and the downstream, and especially Exxon with their chemicals, they are able to weather these storms a lot more resiliently than the others that are just gas companies or drill and sell. Very interesting here. Speaking of gas, with ticker symbol NEO N I O. Who boy, mid forties, low low to mid forties. Are you kidding me? This thing I was down ninety percent on. And telling my wife, if I could just get back to being about 30% down, I want my money back. I didn't do it. I had sold a call, kept me in, and I only had 150 shares averaged at 5.87, $5.87. The damn thing just keeps going up. For the fourth time now, I have rolled out a call. So to get a little bit more cash. I had been wanting to move on from Exelon, ticker symbol EXC, and I sold seven shares of Exelon at $43.05 for a very little. I think overall I lost maybe about dollar $1, one20 $1.20-something total because I didn't move fast enough in the day, so I was not able to capitalize on getting a slight profit out of it. But I'm getting nervous because Neil keeps shooting up And that $13 call I had on NEO expires the 20th of November. And somebody could exercise that and call that away right now, make some bank, lock it in. I bought back my November 20th $13 call and I rolled it out to, so to get a good premium on that, I had to go all the way out to January 21st, which is my mother's birthday of 2022 for a $20 call. And that ended up costing me $325 because that was the difference. The call I bought back was around $2860 something. And the one I sold was I got 25 in change. And it worked out the $325 was the debit. Now, if those are called away at $20 a share and I let them go for $20 a share, which is my upside right now, I will make, after all said and done, my rollouts and everything buying going negative, I will make about almost $1,000 exactly. By doing this, that $325 will give me an extra $300, but I will have to wait, what, 14 months? It's okay. <clears throat> It'll be here before you know it. We'll be able to do that. We're going to get some money, money, money. Unless Neo is $60, $70 a share. Well, guess what? Guess what Papa's going to do? Papa's going to have to roll it out again until I don't know when. Stick with me. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll let you people know. So that's what I did in my taxable. And then in the self-directed IRA, just it's been kind of been neglected i haven't been doing a lot in it because the money i have in there was dwindling i'm going to in a few months transfer money again i have to make a few calls to make sure that there isn't going to be any hidden fees or charges or anything i can't just add money to that outright because it doesn't make sense i'd have to pay taxes on that money when i took it on the growth on the capital gains when i retired might as well just keep it in the taxable. It's just going to dilute what money is in there that is pre-taxed from my payroll pre-taxed. Not going to put mixing in taxed money with the pre-taxed and then have to pay taxes on all of that when I take it out in the future. I will be transferring more money over lump sum. We'll see when. But as of right now, I'm collecting dividends on it. I got $52 from AT&T, and I got $7.20 from JP Morgan. I think I will be shifting this portfolio to use as doing a lot of covered calls on it. Now, I did buy back. I had a Altria, if you remember. I sold a $42.50 covered call that expired today back three weeks, maybe a month ago, three weeks. I sold it for seventy five dollars when Altria was up. Obviously, didn't hit, and I got back most of my gain. So instead of letting it sit out there for a dollar, I just I bought it back for a buck, for a saw buck they say. I don't know if they say that. I say that. So deal with it. (laughs) And that's pretty much it. That's what I bought back. That's what I've been doing, collecting those dividends. I don't care who's president. Dividends are going to dividend. You know it. I know it. You better believe it. You're going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. The world's going to be okay. And I bet you have all been waiting now for my song of the show, song of the show. So the song of the show this week is a unique one. My wife and I, this will be a clue. We're taking a trip with the kids and we bought tickets. And we are figuring out the rest of the details. This is a song that my wife and I used to hear in the dance club when we met around 2000. I remember hearing it in the late 90s. This is PragaCon. And the song is called Breakfast in Vegas. Don't know if you've heard it. Don't know if you care. Check it out. Really cool. Very dancey and industrial and just reminds me of Saturday nights, two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, all the freaks and weirdos and vamps, tramps, (laughs) just the people being themselves. You know, let me take a second here and just, and just really say what I love about that culture of, of exit Chicago where I grew up is that people Everybody was just themselves. There was no pretension. Nobody cared. Just don't be an asshole. That's it. Be yourself. People love it when yourself. Be a weirdo. Be a freak. Nobody was hurting anybody. It was such a great place. Of course, I love the music. I love the ambiance, the atmosphere. I miss it. It's not the same. There's. It's still you know it's still a little bit weird but it's not it's not like it was back in the 1990s and the early 2000s but that's okay we grow up we age new things come along we have our memories we adapt be like Hugh Hefner Hugh Hefner adapted he yes he had a lot of young girlfriends that were playboy models and whatnot but But the point is, he stayed relevant on all of the things that were going on today. He didn't become an old codger. He wasn't a troglodyte. He wasn't somebody that hated people and longed for, you know, sentimentally tearful and wistful for the old days. He wasn't maudlin, like I like to get sometimes. He stayed relevant on pop culture, what was happening today. Be like Hugh Hefner. Stay aware of what's happening today. Keeps you relevant, keeps you in the loop, keeps you interested in life and what's going on. You don't have to like it, but just know, just know who Cardi B is. I know. I know because of my kids. And I know a lot of other things that I'm not going to mention because I'm I'm done. I'm shot. I'm spent. My time here is done. It's time to leave you now. That sounds like a Yacht Rock song I just made up. Let's put that to pen and paper and get the guitar. We're going to make a song. I'm not making a song. (laughs) I'm just fucking around. Okay, people, hit me up on Twitter, at RustyRam78. Check out my YouTube channel, if you would, please. I'm growing it. I'm learning. I got a comparison video coming out this week and Hopefully be up by Sunday night. Got some stuff going on with the fam, with the family. And I have a website that's been being neglected because, man, I only have so many hours in the day. And I can do what I can do. And that's all that I can do. And I make my peace with it. And you should too. I will talk to all y'all on Tuesday. Peace.